Hello and welcome back to the Healthcare and Complicated YouTube channel. Before I go ahead, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Also check all the previous content there, all to do with healthcare and share that amazing content with your communities in healthcare. Today I have another um, amazing guest for you. We have Talia Miron Schatz. She's the researcher, consultant, speaker, and science communicator, also an author of the book your life depends on it talia how are you amazing and so happy to be here with you today brilliant thank you so much for accepting my invite i mean i've been following your great work you're also active on social media thanks for connecting and today absolutely i mean yeah you know, no i was gonna say you're you're very much out there as well and you have a lot to say and it's also it takes a village we can't do great work alone we need to be connected to the best people in the field yeah that's very very true and today the topic is patient empowerment in health tech and the first question that i have for you mm -hmm. is why patient empowerment is important and what can it be done wow okay we can talk about this for like 20 hours. I will try to narrow it down to an answer. Patient empowerment is, is crucial, not just important, because in maybe 90% of the cases when we are patients, we are in charge. I mean, the doctor can say do A, B, and C in terms of nutrition, exercise, medication, treatment, etc. But at the end of the day, we are in charge of our bodies and we need to do what we're supposed to do for this to happen. And it doesn't happen about half the time. I mean, if I talk about medication, people don't take them about half the time. So there's a disconnect. And if patients need, need to be empowered and they do, then they have to understand what's happening. They have to have a rapport with a physician. They have to have some sort of say in the matter, and then they follow up. That's not always the case and that's not always simple this is why my work is, is complicated and challenging when i work with health tech companies which i do a lot but without empowering patients we are treating them in a passive way and that's not the world we live in mm. thank you uh yeah you're, you're very true patient empowerment is crucial i do agree with you moving on how can health tech contribute to patient empowerment So health tech is a wonderful opportunity because there are so many barriers to patient empowerment. And I wrote about it. I wrote an article in the Wall Street Journal and that there was quite a dispute after that with many people who read the Wall Street Journal saying, we don't need empowerment. We're already in power. But that's not always the case. And not everyone is the average reader of the Wall Street Journal. So health tech gives us the opportunity to overcome some of the barriers that we encounter. I'll give you an example. Um, someone has to take care of their blood pressure and they receive a cuff and they measure. So first of all, now technically, logistically, they don't have to go and have it measured. They can do it themselves. That's, that's fantastic. And you can say, this is empowerment. Now let's make sure they're really empowerment. Let's make sure they understand why they're doing this 
why it's important, because if they don't understand, they won't know. Let's make sure they understand how to place the cuff properly. And that sounds very technical, but when I bought a cuff for my mother, I went back to the pharmacy and I said, I don't understand. So this also needs to be clear and simple and health tech can help us because you can have all these layers of information and you can have all these possibilities of conversing with your patients and you can text them and you can ping them and you can do so many things. And finally, and this is a lot more, but with blood pressure, and I'm saying that because right now I'm working with a company that does blood pressure monitoring, health tech can go beyond the traditional cough that just measured and you measured and you got a number. Maybe you understood it, maybe you didn't. Maybe you had to wait for the doctor. And maybe you didn't know that it would help if you didn't have a big bag of potato chips every night, just maybe. So health tech can give us the implications, can give patients the implications. And it all goes back to empowerment because now they know why they need to measure blood pressure, how to do it, what it means, and what to do with the outcomes all of which without having to go see a doctor. Mm, brilliant. Talia, thank you so much. You mentioned some really important um, aspects there. Of course, the patient empowerment, but the patient connecting with the, I mean, the, the device, but also uh, one of the things, you know, I'm very involved with wearables. One of the things that always comes up is the lack yeah. of uh, guidance, the lack, lack of instructions, also, we have this perception that things are complicated, and sometimes they are. So simplicity, as you mentioned there, is really, really important. And health tech, in a way, can be uh, misunderstood to be technical, to be technology, to be, but also at the same time, is a, a very strong instrument to narrow down these barriers. So it's a bit of, a, a bit of both, yeah? It's, it's, we have one aspect with technology, but then we have the other aspect is the the true potential to explore. Right, moving on. And um, uh, can you mention a few important health facts on your book, which I love the title, Your Life Depends On It. What can we do to make better choices about our health? That's really, really good. So please go ahead. Thank you. Whoa, okay. I have some worrying facts. Let's start with them. So did you know that physicians and healthcare professionals will sometimes do things that they feel are unnecessary, such as prescribing medication or even procedures? It happens. Most of the physicians admit that it happens. The top reason is financial pressure. They just make money off of it. And you know, we started with patient empowerment. So if the doctor says, let's do this, and you are empowered, you ask the questions that I created and I'm very proud of them. I call them, ask them about, ask me about, ask about what matters. And they are, you just offered something, what are the risks? What are the benefits? What are the alternatives? Maybe there's an alternative to the expensive treatment you offered that's a lot cheaper and less dangerous. So we need to be cognizant of that. And that's a fact that physicians will do things because they make money and because of our pressure. And sometimes that's the flip side of empowerment. You know, I want an MRI, blah, blah, blah. And maybe the physician thinks it's completely unnecessary. You don't need it. 
Here's your ultrasound. You're fine. Here's your blood work. You're fine. But but I want it or whatever. And and we feel empowered, but we need to remember that we don't always have all the knowledge. So that's that's an interesting fact. Uh, more facts? Yeah, I'll, yes, I'll you. We, we can round up. I'll mention a few more things. Go ahead. It's very interesting. Amazing. No, absolutely. So another fact is that people don't understand numbers. Numbers, probabilities, ugh, they're like, they're incomprehensible. They're also pretty incomprehensible to healthcare professionals. And there's a way to present them. And when you present things in a way, we call it the frequentist way, and it's easy, and it can help every company convert their stats and their information to this presentation mode that really, really helps. So when you do that, people understand. And for example, there was there's a, such a, a platform called NHS Predict. It was created by an institute in Cambridge where I was a visiting researcher. And it's available to all. And if you're a woman who had uh, breast cancer and you put in your um, genetics and the type of tumor you had, et cetera, you can see what type of added value you're going to have from every kind of treatment. And for example, there's a woman who put in her numbers and it was easy. And you mentioned simplicity, it was easy. Boom, 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 a few questions, she punches in the numbers and she sees that chemotherapy, which she's taking and which is very difficult on her, is actually adding 4% of survivorship. So out of 100 women with breast cancer, 80 will keep on living 10 years and if they have chemo, 84 will keep on living for 10 years. And she was really suffering with chemo. So now she has to decide. And that's that's true empowerment. That's To me, that's real empowerment. Because to tell her, you can decide, is fake empowerment. Why? Because she doesn't have the numbers. She doesn't have the knowledge. But once she has the knowledge, she can say, it adds not a lot of survivorship, and it's really important for me, so I'll continue with chemo, or it's not what I want, so I will not continue with chemo. And it's her choice, but now she makes an empowered and informed choice. And that's, to me, that's extremely meaningful. Um, can I say something about wearables? Sure, please, please do. So I think they're super cool. And a lot of people who wear them are super cool. And I wonder how many people who could benefit from them aren't using them because they think, oh, it's not for me, or I'm not sure, how do I use it? How do I benefit from it? And, and that's a barrier. So I keep wondering, keep helping push the boundaries on that, reaching out to people who are the people who were running in the first place and now run with a wearable, but people who need to be running and weren't running and didn't have a wearable, and we reach out to them because we created the wearable, the device, or the platform, or whatever it is that we created, or the app that speaks to them. And they look at it and they say, this is for me. They're speaking my language. I'm welcome here. And that's huge. Brilliant. You were right at the beginning of the episode that we could we could speak for 20 hours. <laughs> but anyway, we, we come to the end of the 
or the end of the show for this week. I really appreciate your expertise. Very, very good to have these like simplistic questions, but big questions that make all the difference. And I like, I love the last example about uh, patient empowerment, about having the choice. In that example, it cancer is very, very, I mean, apt. One last little thing. I finish all my episodes because yeah. because the the YouTube channel is called Healthcare and Complicated. I finish my episodes with this big question, which is, how can we make healthcare and complicated? So please go ahead. <laughs> it depends who we are. If we are digital health companies then we need to incorporate behavioral economics and psychology and everything that I know and bring and help and I'm happy to help with into what we create. If we are healthcare systems, you know the answer. And if you don't know the answer, read my book or talk to me. But let's not pretend that me as a person looking up there, the healthcare system can solve all the problems. We need to remember that. We need to help whoever we're, we're catering to. We need to do this and to... We always want them to trust us. We need to be worthy of this trust. Brilliant. Tali, thank you so much for your amazing expertise, these great inputs. Um, I'm going to uh, ask all our viewers and listeners to connect with you. I'm going to post your socials in here, your LinkedIn, your Twitter, also the link for the book, of course. I want to thank you for this amazing conversation and thank you so much for the work that you do. Much, much needed. Thank you so much, Joao. It's been an absolute pleasure. Brilliant. I'm going to round up to all our viewers and listeners. Make sure you connect with Talia, ask her questions, engage with her on social media or connect with her directly. Also acknowledge our channel partners and subscribe to the channel so you can get this amazing content every week. And I'll see you next time.